0: Now let's brew something up. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. It's Aloha Friday for me. Maybe it's Aloha Friday for you too. Maybe it's Tuesday, maybe it's Monday morning. Um, I'm hanging here with Deanna and Will, and we are the Event Brew Crew, bringing you the <laughs> latest
1: and greatest. What? I, I love the intro, Ariana. I was what, thinking what, what, of what? Uh, the Truman Show. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, <laughs> and good evening. night.
2: <laughs> Which if no one's seen that movie, you have to. Like, it's just incredible.
0: See that goes on the list of movies that I haven't seen that I probably should see. Oh no!
2: What people don't get homework.
0: <laughs> I know, I know, but I'm always that person who just has to smile and nod because I, 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 I consume a ton of content, but it's almost all like Audible and podcasts. So I'm mm. like behind the game. If I, if my O-hos need to be watching it, they're probably tired. <laughs> but uh,
2: that
0: makes Speaking sense. of tired, is anybody drinking anything caffeinated and good?
2: I'm drinking something caffeinated but not good. Um so Nick's not here right now so I'm drinking some Mountain Dew. Um I feel like I've been drinking more Mountain Dew like in the last couple episodes than I usually do. No, Dew intended.
1: <laughs> Does that mean you like miss Nick? That's like a like oh, I'm not <laughs> well, if, I'm not with Nick. Let me let me drink a Dew. Uh, well, it's funny a, like I literally just saw Nick
2: I saw nick like maybe like three days ago in yeah. person so <laughs> so so maybe maybe it's just that he's rubbing off on me
1: yeah yeah well the latter
0: that concerns me a tiny bit just based on the fact that i am not entirely certain what mountain dew is composed of and now i have two friends mm. who are slurping on the mountain dew it's a little scary for me
2: yeah i mean like if we d- both die like in our mid-40s <laughs> yeah. you'll know why well, I think Nick's already getting close to forty, so maybe he like he's like mid fifties then.
1: <laughs> Deanna,
0: what are you drinking?
1: Well, I just got some high quality H two O in front of me now, but um, I haven't yet taken my collagen for the day, so I've got mm-hmm. this. Um, I don't know if anyone sort of like the Vital Proteins mm. brand. They've, I've got like a collagen powder, and it's like a fruity, kind of tropical vibe. So that's what I'm gonna drink after this. Oh yeah.
0: I have the collagen, but mine is not the delicious kind. Mine is the yeah. plain kind because I think I got ripped off. But uh, I
1: think it was on sale at Bed Bath and Beyond. So it was a it was one of those uh, spur of the moment. You're in the, the register line and they get you.
2: They sell collagen at Bed Bath and Beyond.
1: Um, a lot of the uh, well, a lot of them have like a health health uh, section now. Oh, like um, cosmetics lotions, like all that stuff. And so really, some of them have like emphasizing
2: the, the beyond part of their name.
1: Exactly. Like <laughs> the beyond has definitely grown in, in the recent years for sure. that's, By the way, that's ha- petrifying
2: it. So speaking of petrifying, have you guys ever seen the movie click? I just think of, like, the Bed Bath & Beyond. Every single time I think about Bed Bath & Beyond, I think about Clint.
1: Does he work there? It's Adam Sandler, right? Does he work there in the
2: What's his name? Uh, oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. The actor's name I'm totally blanking on. But he works there. And Adam mm. Sandler goes to Bed Bath & Beyond, like, to, like, get something when he's, like, frustrated. I think he's in a fight. Sounds like I need to rewatch that movie. This <laughs>
1: <time>. <laughs> Sounds like you're making up the scene, ma- building <laughs> up the plot as we go.
2: Yeah, there you go. So I'll, I'll pre- keep releasing movie details throughout this entire podcast. Wonderful. <laughs> Sorry. No, I I'll, totally I'll, st- you, I'll store
0: them in the bank though, because I listen to other people talk about movies and then it gives me a frame of reference when the uh-huh. next person is talking about a movie. So I appreciate all the movies. you to be
2: show. like someone's gonna mention you or be like
0: Bed Bath & Beyond. <laughs> and they're gonna
2: be like, <laughs> yeah. what? To be your one
1: lone reference
0: <laughs> yeah. you can make. Yeah, no, but you would be surprised how often those turn out to be really valuable and making me seem a little bit more relevant and a little bit less out of touch, even though I'm completely out of touch with all cinema. <laughs> I can tell you that I am drinking Big Island Booch. Uh, this is a Ooh. local kombucha manufacturer. It is super ginger, turmeric, tonic. It's Hawaii-made, and uh, I'm going to live forever because I'm drinking fresh-pressed Hawaiian turmeric juice. Mm. Oh, and Big Island Booch raw green tea kombucha. Other ingredients listed are love and aloha.
2: Oh, aloha, oh. but no aloha is all.
0: No, no a, a low, low. hazel. A hazel. <laughs>
1: we're, we're gonna work on your delivery. Uh,
2: well, oh, sorry. We'll,
0: we'll get him there. Are you are you not? I just am such a snoop fan that like
2: yeah hizzle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah.
2: Alo hazel. hazel. Well, uh, we're not doing uh, West Coast meets Hawaii slingo lingo slingo. oh my gosh for sizzle. What are we talking about today? <laughs>
0: We are, we're having a flashback Friday and we're looking back at our younger selves today and we're talking about advice we would have given ourselves either when first entering the event industry or at some critical moment in our events careers, sort of the looking backwards to look forwards. Like what I was reflecting the other day, it was, I read a piece on LinkedIn about, you know, advice to somebody's future self when they were first entering their industry. And I was really thinking about how, you know, and I make, I am not shy about fact that for me events are a real relationship like I love hate them and I can't get away from them and I always wind up right back here because I love the power that events have but there's also like as as y'all know uh some real pain points and some things that I probably could have avoided uh that I, I would like to lovingly tell my
1: younger self <laughs> yeah wouldn't we all
2: I, I definitely would love to have invented a time machine and being able to tell my past self, but obviously I haven't seen that time machine yet, so it hasn't happened. But hopefully I can Im- inspire someone who might be listening who is like me when I first started. So And
0: and give us the, the one-sentence version. When you first started, you were?
2: I was 17. Wait, is that what you mean? Like age-wise <laughs> exactly. or time? Exactly. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> i was n- had no idea what the events industry was and i was a dj so that was that was me for i, I we did the whole episode on like how we got started too mm-hmm. so we'll mm-hmm. go check that we one did
0: out that we was your that was your one line recap
2: though yeah but deanna what, what about you oh age wise i was um 23 uh
1: going on 24 when i started in the events industry um and now I can't tell you how long my my uh, career has been because I'm going to age myself. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's that was. Oh, I'm sorry. It's supposed to be a one sentence and period and scene.
0: <laughs> I can tell you that informally, you know, I've been hosting gatherings for people in some capacity since I was a late teenager, but very much officially been in the event creation space since I was about 27, which uh, feels like a lifetime ago. And <laughs> was kind of a lifetime ago and i have a lot to say to that girl
2: (laughs) so so what so why don't we start so my 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 caveat to this is that we have to talk to ourselves so you're going to see us Mm. reference to ourselves in third person um so basically and that's
0: not going to be awkward or anything
2: no not awkward at Mm -hmm. all but like if you're the person listening right now just imagine you are us when we first started so yeah, I don't know who wants who wants to go first. We just go with advice and just keep going and going and going until we kind of get sick of advice. Just keep going
0: and going because it brings up more and more stories of pitfalls you could have avoided. Oh,
1: okay. I'll I'll jump in. I I have a clear, Deanna. Okay, listen, listen, girlfriend. I know that it seems so overwhelming when you go to an industry event to talk to these middle-aged people that um, either want to sell you something or they want to be kind of talk to you a little condescending because you're young and you're new in the industry and you have to put on your big girl panties and get over it because, um, if you start making relationships now with these people, um, I hate to tell you, there's this little thing called a recession coming. Um, and (laughs) while, while it doesn't impact you, um, Um, as bad as it does other people, because you know, your current employer will end up laying some people off, you will survive. However, um, you will be ready to move on. um, And you can't, you're going to be stuck because of the recession. So if you want to really broaden your career options, I highly suggest that you start networking. And what I will also say is, networking isn't what you think it is. Like, chill out girlfriend it really is (laughs) you're very good at making friends you're excellent at that so just look at it that way just go out to these industry events and talk to people about their kids their dogs talk to them about uh where they went to college that's all it is it's just conversations with people and checking in with them every once in a while networking is not what you think it is
2: i want to tag on to that advice for my younger self will you you're going to go to your first ever Isis or ILEA meeting and they change they'll change their name to ILEA because Isis is a terrible <laughs> name <laughs> and you're going to you're going to go to that meeting and you're going to be so afraid because everyone's going to be in their cliques talking to each other and things like that and you're going to like just hang out with your fellow employee and the whole entire time but to exactly what Deanna said, you know, networking is not just about like selling your services and being professional, but also about building lasting friendships that will then turn into business relationships as well.
0: I love it. I got to, I got to echo a little bit of the like dismantling our ideas about what networking are for younger Ariana. Uh, Ariana, I have to tell you that you need, you don't need to do anything. I highly recommend you create space for even attending something to be intimidated by in the first place, because you are at risk of being so busy just surviving the job because it's a big job that you don't take time or even, even feel right now like you want to pull back and look at the long-term implications of what this career could be for you, because you could wake up in 20 years and still be here. So, so, I really advise you to pull back and make a little bit of space for thinking intentionally about your career, about developing the relationships that can show you where you can go, because this is such a big job. This is such a big job that it can take everything that you have to just stay on top of it if you don't intentionally build in space to to grow and reflect for yourself in your career rather than just making, creating excellent events.
2: Ooh. Mine's not as deep as that next, next one. I got another another piece of advice for, for, for Will Curran of the past. Um, and I think this will apply to many other people who are listening. Um, be prepared to not put all your eggs in one basket with one client. Um, you know, you're going to think to yourself, oh yeah, that client's really interested in me. They're going to put you through four or five rounds of rep- RFP proposals and you're going to think, oh, I'm going to get their other event and their other event and we're going to grow. So I'm just going to increase my fixed costs like crazy. And then, you know, they're going to drag their feet and drag their feet and drag their feet. And before you know it, they're going to say, oh, you know, we can't go with you because we already have this partner or we're going in a different direction and you're going to sit here holding the bag and wondering why'd you make this big mistake. So don't put all your eggs in one basket um, and instead prepare yourself to you know have a diverse set of clients that can fare the weather and also don't let people drag you on when they're really really interested in you they don't take forever to sign contracts
1: I love it Um, you just prompted some advice for young Deanna again and um, I think it would be that you need to be a little more curious Um, you are really comfortable in your job it's a great first job for you because you have the ability to make mistakes and it's a very kind of cozy space for you to do that and not have the fear of messing up. Um, It's a great environment, a very good staff and everything around you, but you've got to take some risks. You've got to be willing to challenge yourself. Um, And I think that that can come about with you being more curious, being more curious about the events industry What other roles are there out there? Uh, I think you've really boxed yourself into what being an event professional looks like and you just want to grow in a very linear way. And sometimes growth for you will be lateral. It won't be a promotion, won't be taking on more responsibility. It might be moving to a different organization that has um, resources that yours doesn't currently you're at a small association you've only got 40 other uh co-workers so they're just things that aren't at your disposal that you might find elsewhere um be curious about uh event industry uh groups and outside of just joining and you know using the resources you've got to be curious about the people that are in those groups kind of circling 360 back to uh networking but that's how you'll actually um, learn in this industry. Like those resources are great. They're they're awesome to check in on, you know, of the MPIs and the PCMAs and the ILEAs of the world. But when you connect with um, people in your local chapter, when you start volunteering, when you start getting active and actually getting to know people, the best practices will come through osmosis. You'll learn so much from um, these fellow industry people, um, just talking about what you do in your career and hearing what they do in theirs. So I think you just need to be a little more curious and less comfortable and um, content. Um, it's, it's great that you've got this great position and it's really cozy, but you need to stretch yourself just a little bit.
0: Stretching. 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 Thinking about so stretching so uncomfortable and so necessary. Um I got another one kind of veering away but like hey Ariana like make sure you really understand what things that may seem small to you are actually very big to this client. Um, and make sure you have really clear guidelines around when to check in, when, when the inevitable happens and you need to make a substitution or there needs to be another judgment call. Because something as small as the napkins going from bone white to china white, and yes, those are very different colors of linen, could, could be essentially the small detail that really upsets a client. So have a really clear understanding of what is the very most important, you know, top five things for this client, because it may be the color of the napkins. And if you don't understand that ahead of time, you can produce a fantastic event. And yet your client is not going to be happy because the napkin colors weren't correct. So just be very, very clear on what success looks like for this client.
2: Quick, quick pause. Did the client really care about what color napkins were like, or what kind of event was this that that was like one of their top five objectives? <laughs> this sounds like a this
1: sounds like a wedding. Okay. <laughs>
2: um, oh, I'm guessing so wedding. Yeah, shockingly,
0: sense. not a wedding. I'm not a wedding. I, I had enough of an understanding at that point to know that these these often very young women who are mortgaging their parents. Uh, upside down and backwards um, are very, very sensitive to color palette. This was actually a corporate client and I had not understood that they were going through a rebrand and Uh, that they're, so this particular shade of white was terrifically important and I didn't have those background details. So Uh, I now young Ariana, please take the time to really dig and investigate about what the, (laughs) what the client's real objectives are with this event.
2: I love it. Repair because- is probably the only thing time I would think I, it would matter what the napkin
0: color size was. In a corporate event when very you don't important. usually have people losing it on you. Like usually they yeah. want to lose it on you at the wedding. Like I've yeah. been cried on and, and punched and thrown up on at weddings. But like that's not my expectation level at corporate events. And this woman was very upset about napkins and I learned my lesson.
2: Quick aside, if you've been thrown up at a corporate event while working it, please email us eventbrew at helloendless.com. We want we to want hear to your story. We want to hear that story.
1: <laughs> yes, yes, we do. You should have
2: um, slipped
1: that into the cannabis episode.
2: <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I got like two really quick ones. Uh, first one is pretty straightforward, and I think like I learned it. By doing this podcast is like be edgy Um, like don't you think to yourself like there's this definition what professional is and oh if I talk about cannabis in front of an audience oh my gosh like everyone's gonna like lose their shit you know if I said shit on a podcast people are gonna lose it completely like right like but in reality what I've learned is the more that I've been willing to put myself out there and be edgy and really like Think like, hey, I'll cuss on stage. Hey, I'll like, you know, like talk about controversial topics. I'll put a stance down the more that I've noticed that it gets people to actually align with you and they actually care more about you rather than, you know, just being the perfect person that floats right down the middle. Um and then a I'll, I'll bonus topic one on this one is trust your vision. Uh, you're going to make a m- mistakes probably like twice in your career where you listen to what other people think the future of your business looks like and where your career looks like and everything like that. And if you don't agree with it and doesn't, it's not like a hell yeah towards it, don't continue moving down it because up, just because someone says this is where you should go and they may even have more experience than you, um, it's going to lead you down a straight doing stuff that you don't want to do and it's going to burn you out.
1: I'm going to piggyback on your first point of um you know being edgy and you know using your voice and i think um oftentimes when we're young we don't realize um that our voice holds just as much power as other people um Gosh. for for different reasons um don't let the fact that you're not experienced hold you back don't let the fact that um you're new keep you quiet because what new people fail to realize is you bring fresh set of eyes to a perspective to a situation sometimes the questions that you ask can highlight things that people are doing and they don't really even have any justification for the process or the procedure or or the rationale behind it Um, and coming and i think because you know in my full-time role i'm just starting or just rounding one year um, in a new company and so just using that time when you're new to just like I said earlier, being super curious, but just questioning everything almost to the point of an annoying little five year old. Like, why, 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 why? Um, there's multiple uh, benefits of this. One, tying your work into strategy, tying it into business objectives. Don't just get so deep in the mud of what you're doing that you can't find any connection to the overall business. Um, uh, like the the balance sheet, if it's you know rep, if it's figures, or to the mission and vision, to the strategic vision and where things are going, find a way to make that connection, and you'll get there through asking why, like I said, being super curious, but um, just constantly questioning things and really digging to the meat of of why things are the way that they are. But also, when you have a, a, a an opinion, speak it, um, because. Again, just because you're not experienced doesn't mean that your opinion doesn't hold any weight. Um, there's plenty of times that a new person can come to a situation and just have so much clarity that people that are you know really veteran or really senior just are not going to see for whatever reasons. Um, so, yeah, don't be afraid to use your voice. Don't be afraid to question what people uh, use as the norm, um, both within your organization and in the industry. Um, Fast forward to 2020, Deanna, you realize that like, you can have a voice in the industry, you can, you know, be on a podcast, you can have LinkedIn presence, you can have a website and people will listen to it, people will look for your content. Um, So the fact that you haven't worked at some fortune 500 uh, company and some with some fancy title means nothing because your voice is just as important as any other voice in the ecosystem.
0: I am feeling like a young empowered Deanna right now. Kind of so I'm like, I'm like, yes, girl. Like, yeah. Where's,
1: what's our soundtrack like? I am woman. Hear me roar. Girls run the world. Sorry, sorry. Well, we're about to kick you off your own no, it's,
0: it's definitely, it's definitely Beyonce. Whatever it is, it's definitely Beyonce. Right, right, right. Who apparently has as much time in the day as the rest of us, but just uses it a lot better. Um, With her I, staff. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I I'm like thinking so much about voice and about, you know, controversy or edginess. And, and it's funny because I've worked in-house, I've worked agency and I've worked as an independent contractor. And I can tell, I would tell my independent contractor, Ariana, like if you know that this is not going to produce the desired result, you don't need to just deliver on their vision. Like you can walk away. If you know the job is, Ultimately, if you're being asked to actuate on ideas that your experience is telling you are bad ideas or are not going to help reach their goal, don't be afraid to let this one go. Like You don't need to do work that that you know is taking you towards an inevitable end that's not going to be satisfying. Just because it's possible doesn't mean it's going to reach their objectives. And if that is clear and your guidance isn't being considered, then move on and find a role where your expertise is being considered. And, mm-hmm. and as an independent contractor, like y'all know, event profs know, like sometimes you just take the jobs, especially when you're building business, when you're just starting to, to do the work. And and I found that being on the agency side or the in-house side, my my I was able to help build the strategy more than just execute on. And yet I would tell my execution self, you know, Ariana, let it go. Like, this doesn't feel good. You don't need this. The next one will come. And if they are not listening to you and, and considering everything you bring to the table, then it's time to walk.
2: Well, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, Independent or
1: otherwise. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> All, of true. All of the above.
2: All of the above. Um, I got brass tax ones. Um, one thing is have insurance there's a reason why it exists <laughs> um, so like oh young a, will young and your <laughs> yes young will um, <laughs> it was, was like very early on I was like oh I'll just get the limited liability insurance that's all I need to do these events like I don't need equipment insurance you know like this before I had like tons and tons of employees so I didn't really need workman's comp but I didn't buy equipment insurance um, and it was just early on when we were just starting to hire a lot of production companies and we hired a production company rented all the gear ourselves and trucked it back I brought the truck back parked it in in the parking lot and didn't understand that like my parking lot someone might literally just cut a lock off of a truck and just steal stuff out of it and i got really lucky that like only like 10 grand worth of gear but it was like 100 grand worth of gear on the side of the truck um and so i learned that like you look at these insurance bills and you think to yourself oh, why do i pay this much money but it's there for that one situation it does happen you're gonna be so happy it happened uh, and i got really lucky that my supplier had insurance so it covered uh his insurance product and i just had to pay his deductible uh for it to get to make it happen but you know Getting equipment stolen is no joke and no fun. So just get insurance is a reason why exists. Um, and then the other one I'll have on here is for all my entrepreneurs out there: is pay yourself a salary. You're going to think to yourself, "Well, I will just pull money out of the company account and pay myself whatever it is as I go along." And then when times are slow, I'll you know I'll I'll, I'll take less. And times are good, I'll take more. Whatever it may look like, you know. Pay yourself a consistent salary and just set it on auto go because then a it sets expectation you need to make that salary to keep yourself happy But also to it makes it so it's just you you don't pull too much money out of the business when you don't need to and you're not you know Toling too little when you don't need to as well, um, and I wish I'd started paying myself like a really, really awesome salary a long time ago. Um, but you know, it you know that's why I'm talking to myself in a time machine right now, so you don't make the same mistakes I did,
1: Young Will. You need to read the book Profit First. Yeah, Profit
2: First. Yeah, that's a great book. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I don't think Michael existed at, at that uh, point okay, in my life, okay, but okay. but you uh, won't blame you, me, Young Will. You can read another one of his books, I'm sure. Profit First is a good one. Yeah. I, if anyone, I, I, for, for anyone who hasn't read Profit First, uh, uh, since D and I had a little moment over we there for a second, it's uh, about the idea that you pull the money out of the company account, and that, like for example, if you're planning on hiring an employee next year for sixty thousand dollars a year, you pull sixty thousand dollars out of your account, you put it off to the side, and then you utilize from that savings you already have rather than in planning for the profit first out of the company account rather than, you know, hoping that you have the profit at the end of the year.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I will add a brass tax thing that's less entrepreneurial, more for those who are in, you know, because young Deanna is very much a W-2 employee. Um, <laughs> negotiate. You need to negotiate. Um, you're young. You don't know any better. So we'll we'll give you the, the benefit of the doubt. But um, you are being paid under your worth. And you might think, this is great. This is going to meet my needs. And that's not what it's about. It's about market value. What your value is on the market is higher than what you're being paid. And you need to uh, negotiate definitely when you accept these jobs. um, But also be a little bit more proactive with your um, annual raises. Be a little bit more proactive with your performance reviews and having those conversations. Um, Again, the first place you're at is, is, is great because, you know, they are a little proactive with trying to get your salary up to where it should be. But to be honest, sister, you should have started there from jump. So um, learn how to negotiate. Um, I don't know if Chris Voss has written his book yet on uh, never split the difference, but if he has read that um, and learn how to have a backbone, not just with salary conversations, but just in general, Um, if there are boundary issues. Um, if you're, you know, if there are situations where you are offended or from just a working relationship standpoint, you need to clear the air with someone, learn how to have hard conversations. People pleasing will not get you as far as you think it will.
2: I feel like uh, if we had time machines, we would do like kind of what happens in, uh, uh uh my gosh what's the name of the movie where they haven't heard of the beatles before so you guys can help me out Give are more be- movies references anyways that movie where they hadn't heard he had no to the beatles we should just go back in time and give ourselves a bunch of books and then we can be the ones that write those books <laughs>
1: yeah 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 exactly um there, i think i know which movie you're talking about it, it came and then it left just as
2: soon as it did oh my gosh i'm i googled bo- beatles movies and then i forget that there's um a- book. A million. There's there's movies actually made by the Beatles.
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh,
2: Yesterday. That's the name of the movie.
1: Oh, okay.
2: Uh, Yeah. That's a really good one, by the way, Ariana. You should definitely watch that one. That one makes it. It's like, oh, so many goosebumps. Sing it to me. Sing it to me.
1: (laughs) If you also want to email us uh, movie suggestions for Ariana, that is also something that you can email in to (laughs) the endless, to the podcast uh, email.
2: (laughs) Movie suggestions at Hello
1: <laughs> What movies do you wish young Ariana had watched? <laughs> Add that to the list. <laughs>
0: oh, I love it. Love it. I I want to tell young Ariana a little bit along the negotiation line, but also along the book line, um, read the books. Like understand that that doing the work around career development is part of the job. And and you're not you're not taking time away from the project. If you pause to do some research around it, I always felt like I had to do all of my sort of growth and development on my own time. um, And I didn't understand that there would be times where it would be legitimate to be paid to learn. And so I, young Ariana, take every learning opportunity, take them, let them pay you for it. Don't feel like you need to be figuring out how to do life on Google. You know at three in the morning and then coming back in the expert but be willing be willing to be in the learning process
2: i'll add into that le- the, oh sorry yeah, yeah keep going keep going
0: Just was going to say because events are events and something will go wrong no matter what and it's not going to go wrong because you were learning it's going to go wrong because it's an event and events involve humans and logistics mm-hmm. and something will go wrong and so don't be risk adverse
2: You got me thinking about that one too like i wish will i wish you had taken like a week off of and disconnected from the business earlier like i think i did that first time ever was like in 2015 or so and I came back and I was just like, wow, the company completely ran for a week without me, you know? And like, I wish I had done that experiment a lot earlier um, in the same way that like to your learning thing. And so I think a lot of times we get so locked in that we're like, well, if I, if I don't, it's all gonna go I'm like, it's all gonna be okay. And that's like probably one of the best pieces of advice that, that I would have is that it's definitely all gonna be okay. Mm-hmm. Do
1: you feel like Will today would be a good big brother for young Will?
2: I'd be a very bad influence to him. <laughs> he would think he would think that, he would think that I was a bad influence. Right, but then, right. like you know, um, yeah, I don't know. Like the question is, like, would we? Would we? Like, maybe this is start to get into the meta, the larger the conversation. but, like, would we even listen to our younger selves oh. or our older selves if we came back and you're like, would we be kind of like, okay, another good movie reference? It would be like Looper, where you say to yourself, like, no, screw you, older self. Like this isn't like this isn't going to happen, like, you know, like, I'm going to make my own path and, you know, whatever it is. And then eventually you realize, like, no, they they, they know quite a bit.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking about young Deanna. And um, on the surface, it would look like she would smile and nod and be very polite, like, oh, okay, yeah. But internally, she'd be like, you know what you're talking about. I know everything. Um, especially, I think one thing that I would tell young Deanna um, and I <laughs> – I kind of like wince almost to say this, like hopefully I don't uh, offend a lot of the listeners, but the CMP is not all you think it is. Um, like, it's good that you want to have it and you should get it. I'm not saying that. OK, before everyone comes with their picks, pitchforks <laughs> and and torches.
2: I think we've torches. done this topic before about designations, meaning jack squat. Yes, before, so before
1: anyone comes in the inbox point. with your pitchforks and, and, and Tiki torches, I just renewed my CMP. OK, so clearly there's some value in it. But where I'm going with this is it's not the be-all, end-all. What's probably more important is the experience that's on your resume and how you demonstrate that value. So you, my friend, need to do a much better job of tracking what you're doing, what what, uh, projects you're working on, when you're getting um, additional responsibilities that aren't necessarily um, apparent because your job title stays the same. You need to be tracking those things in your career so you can show in your portfolio that, hey, uh, I've, uh, you know, had increased responsibilities, increased scope of the, the type of work that I'm doing. Um, I have uh, went from 30-person seminars to 100-person conferences, and I launched a new conference that didn't have any event history. It was new to – you need to be able to track Um, your awards and your achievements that don't necessarily um, aren't easy to show like a certificate. You need to be in the driver's seat of, first of all, you need to be your biggest fan because no one else is going to advocate for you like you will. So you need to be shouting out to the world all of your accomplishments in a non-douchey way, but you need to be tracking them (laughs) and telling people just how awesome you are
0: document 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 ariana are you listening you better be listening document 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 impact document overall scope document connection to business objectives document 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 Mm -hmm. because if you are in the trenches and you are producing 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 you haven't pulled back to see just how much you have done and just what that net impact is also ariana just go ahead and surrender and just Figure out that you are going to be the Asana master, even if you don't want to, and <laughs> like own your project management software from the very beginning, um, and and understand that that is the cleanest, best way to manage up, down, and around. She who builds the plan and goes first ultimately controls the cadence. So just surrender. Like you're you're resenting it because this technically isn't your job, and and managing up never feels amazing but just go ahead and surrender it's going to cause you less pain in the end
2: yeah i don't know i'm trying to think like what else like is just really there's always like the little stuff here and there that you think to yourself like oh I'll change that like yeah you should have invested in bitcoin um but you know like <laughs> But you know, I think I think I might have tapped out. I'm gonna to try to do some more reflecting, but I think I've kind of tapped out, like all the thing the big things that I was like, "Holy mm-hmm. crap, those things were like, you were so dumb, Will. Like, why didn't you do that? You know, like why I didn't have insurance? Like, <laughs> you know,
0: I, you know, Deanna, what you said about like understanding that you just because you're not working at a fortune 500 that like you have done some really big things. Uh, that for me ties into the, like, at this point, I'm not going to get a CMP. Um, I, I have six personal training certifications. I understand how certifications work. I uh, don't have a weekend and $2,000 dedicate to the, the next set of acronyms right now, but I do, I do know that like, I have, I have had some impact that I've only in the last decade really learned how to speak to and how to, the numbers do matter. So if you're not working for a Fortune 500, understand how to speak to your impact, how to speak to, you know, going from 0 to 1 on a new conference, understand how to speak to you know, increasing ticket prices from 99 to 349 with no drop off in overall attendance. Like understand how to speak to the numbers that you are bringing in because those will those will do for you what the companies and large event names you know
1: might have otherwise done absolutely and also i think the last thing i would say to young deanna is hone your marketing skills because girlfriend there's way more event opportunities in the marketing space than you're aware of um so if you just tapped into a little bit more of that side and stopped avoiding it because you're scared um open up some more opportunities to yourself
2: I love you guys. You guys are awesome.
0: <laughs> I feel like I want to be friends with your younger selves. Will your younger friend selves be friends with my younger self? Because I had no event community, like none. I didn't even know it was a thing.
2: Hundred percent. Yeah. Same. Younger, younger will likes having friends.
1: Good. Younger
0: Brianna is feeling so much less lonely right now because it always <laughs> seems like I was the only one doing ninja acrobatics.
1: <laughs> I, well, I feel like we've all we've all said. Um, you know, our advice to our younger selves of what we would do different. But I will say um, thank you to young Deanna for going in the event industry because that was a, a kick-ass decision and you do not regret it one bit. So that's one thing you got right. I don't know if you, either of you want to add on.
0: I want to thank 2020 Ariana. 2020 Ariana, like you went heads down, you carved a space for yourself and you exponentially increased your your. Thought leadership, your access to really interesting people and interesting ideas, and you have, you have gained, you have gained the I want backbone, guts, influence. I don't know what the thing is, but this has been such an interesting time for you. In the absence of experts, you got to become one because you paid attention, and I hope that you don't go back to swimming in imposter syndrome and always feeling underqualified. I hope that you continue to know that like this space is yours to build. So go ahead and build it because your ideas are hardcore valuable because you pay attention to human behavior and events at the end of the day are containers for human behavior.
2: Mm. Amen, sister. Love Uh, it. I'll add on to that. Definitely. I'm happy that I got in this industry. Like for a long time, I, I thought to myself, like, you know, I've had opportunities to sell the business and exit the business and things like that. And, you know, I I always thought to myself, like what would I do if I wasn't doing this? And I think what I realized is that even as I've started to grow outside of my brand of endless is that, you know, that the industry is what I want to do. I want to plan events. I like doing this and it can be totally something you can do career long and that, you know, maybe shouts to anybody out there who is younger and feeling discouraged that they're not making enough money in the industry or whatever it is. There's so many opportunities and ways that you can touch the industry. You don't have to necessarily be planning the events you could be working for an event technology company or you could be working for uh, a big brand that has an event or whatever it may be there's so many opportunities out there and you know i'm just glad i never left for sure
0: and you know you if you're if you're stuck in the logistics side of events and you're really wondering how and when you're ever going to be able to pull your head back and get more strategic like there are opportunities but knowing the logistics will always 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 give you an edge in strategy so this is not time wasted. Knowing that a, I can't even tell you, like a 120 versus a 136 tablecloth, there's a difference. And I'm glad that I know it because I know the right questions to ask now. So your your days in the trenches are not going to go <laughs> without validation.
1: This is not like a lot of times uh, my kids are in elementary and junior high. And they're, you know, a lot of times in those early school days, we're like, what am I going to do with this information down the line? Honestly, the stuff you learn at the beginning of your events career is still applicable 15, 20, 30 years. Like, it is just a buildable, the skills only build. It's not like I never use that information again.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you'll have an opportunity where it makes sense that you're still holding these t-shirt size distributions in your head or that you know that – The average person consumes 2.5 drinks in the first half hour of cocktailing when there's an open bar. Like this information will serve you,
1: I promise. And it's more than just uh, trivia at the bar uh, after the event. It's more than just that. Like, although it's it's tactical information, it's also that, but also tactical that you use in your day to day.
0: But I need some form of trivia. I mean, I can't do the movies, obviously. So I, I can tell you, though, like it, you need nine servers for or you need uh, one server for every nine humans at a plated meal.
2: Exactly. So many good tips. So you don't <laughs> need a CMP. You got it already.
0: <laughs> yeah, I got it the hard way, the fire way.
2: The fire way. Um, so. We, we, I think we'd name dropped it a little earlier, but like, I think we'd love to hear from everybody what your advice would be to your younger self so we can read this on out. So shoot us an email, eventbrew at com, And uh, yeah, I think, uh, I don't know, Ariana, you want, you want you to take us out?
0: take us out you know I as we look forward you know looking backwards to look forwards I I hope that like the three of us all of the listeners I hope we carry forward advice to our future selves too because it's not just about looking back but it's about taking what you learned and and guidance in being your own guru being your own best teacher and my my word for this year is, like, build your own event. Like, stop worrying about what everyone else around you is doing. Don't – yes, it's great to have a, a gauge on trends in the industry, but, but future Ariana, Deanna, Will, and anybody else out there that's a hustler and a game changer, you have a gut for what is important and for where critical – points of impact are so if you feel like a crazy person who's waving your hands in the air and and you don't feel that you're hearing this out there that doesn't mean it's not valid you just might be going first don't be afraid to go first
1: mic drop
2: mic drop <laughs> shoot us an email i guess we'll see everybody next time on event brew yeah
1: yeah Awesome. All right,
2: let me play that intro
0: thanks again for listening to event brew be sure to rate and review us on your favorite podcasting app. Also, be sure to head over to eventbrew.com and leave us a comment about this week's episode. Ask a follow-up question or tell us what topics you want to hear covered. See you next time on Event Brew.